Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to it. It's Hour 2. It's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Find us on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. We're streaming video that way across the Hale Varsity Radio Network, Hale Varsity Radio Twitter. can watch the show that way at HVarsity Radio. Without further ado, a dear friend, a longtime uh, broadcast partner, mentor, and uh, confidant, I welcome in the SEC Associate Commissioner for Men's Basketball, Garth Glissman. G-unit to his buddies. Garth, it is awesome to see you. Uh, I assume the weather's better than snow squall warnings in southeast Nebraska. How are you? It's been seven and a half years since we've done one of these segments. I know. Uh, somebody, and, and somebody, in that time, you've now gone to streaming. So we're doing all we're on camera now and people are following us on social media, radio, all sorts of platforms. So you and I have not been strangers over the last seven and a half years, um, but uh, been a stranger to your airwaves. So it's good to be back and excited to report uh, from SEC country. You, You went off to the NBA, which is awesome. And now you're you're down in, in the SEC. Garth, I want to get folks caught up because they've followed your career and uh, really uh, excited for for things going on. But let's let's talk about your journey, your path here, man. Before we get into some ball, some football, and some basketball talk, but tell me about uh, heading down to to, to Alabama and uh, to Birmingham with the uh, SEC office. After seven and a half years at the NBA League office, I started at the SEC in August, and I've always been a believer that there are different seasons of life, and I'll always cherish my time at the NBA. I learned so much, uh, had so many talented coworkers and, and a lifetime full of experiences, uh, but it was time to start a, a new season, so to speak, and uh, the 14, soon to be 16 schools in the SEC are unique for many of the same reasons that the University of Nebraska is so unique. Big state institutions, people really care about their state university and the athletics programs. Uh, College athletics are a galvanizing force in the communities throughout the SEC. Uh, I'm thankful to be working with Commissioner Greg Sankey. Uh, I had never met Commissioner Sankey before I started the interview process for this job, but he's someone I had studied and admired for several years before taking this job. And on a personal note, my wife and I, we have two little kids now, and the prospect of raising two kids in New York City was somewhat daunting for us. We loved our time in New York, uh, but life got harder there beginning in the pandemic. And then 
you have kids and your perspective changes, as you and many of our listeners know. So add it all up. The opportunity with the SEC was was a blessing for our family. Uh, I've been on the road a lot in my first four months on the job, been to each SEC institution at least once and in some cases twice. I'm loving it, learning a lot, and um, happy to be on your show today. Tell me, Garth, whenever you were going through that, that interview process with, with Greg Sankey and the SEC, did you really emphasize your coaching experience at Parkview Christian as, as a big notch in your favor? Did, was that impressive to, to the people down there? Commissioner Sankey told me at one point in the interview process that uh, he wasn't sure if I got any credit for my high school coaching experience. <laughs> uh, historically, league office roles, um, not as much in recent years, but historically, uh, former coaches often transitioned into roles um, like the one that I had now. So the fact that I, I didn't have any college experience as a coach or administrator was a strike against me. And so we, we laughed about that, uh, that my high school experience didn't really count. But <laughs> fortunately, uh, what I learned at the NBA in, in my seven and a half years there and my passion for, for college sports, I think I was able to convey that. And you look at college athletics, one of the final big initiatives that I was a part of at the NBA was, uh, you know, being a part of. Uh, a small part of the collective bargaining discussions that resulted in the NBA's most recent collective bargaining agreement. And, and you look at the state of college athletics and it's an unprecedented period with rapid change due to litigation, federal and state legislation. And frankly, that attracted me to the job. I, I wanna be part of the solution. And I think that my passion for college athletics came through in the interview process when I was was meeting with Commissioner Sankey, Deputy Commissioner Charlie Hussey, and, and other future colleagues. And like so many of uh, my colleagues in the SEC, I continue to believe that college athletics provides a unique opportunity to positively impact young people and communities like the one I grew up in, in Lincoln. And so it wasn't difficult for me to get excited about this, this opportunity. Garth Glissman, the pride of Waverly, Waverly to Lincoln, had a Husker football helmet, had Husker Adidas high tops for the hardwood, football and basketball, uh, then to law school, law school to Omaha with Q-Tech Rock, Omaha to New York City with the NBA, and the NBA to the SEC. Uh, That is a timeline, man. We're uh, Excited for you, Garth Glitzman, with us here on Hale Varsity. And the, the challenges, man, associated with college athletics, NIL, Portal, and, and everyone's facing them uh, in, in the world of, of college athletics, basketball, football, baseball, you name and pick a sport. You're on the administrative side. You uh, work well with the coaches. And it's a 24-hour job, it feels like. Well, it's, it's harder to be a coach in this environment. It's also harder to be a student athlete. But um, just because student athletes can make a little bit of money now um, or can transfer doesn't mean that, you know, they're um, any less uh, willing to uh, learn, that they, that they no longer benefit from guidance. Um, you know, you think about you know, whether, wherever you are in your station life, if you're a young professional, you, you know, you get your first job, you look to people in your workplace mentors to learn from. When I was at the NBA, one of the things I was most proud of 
was being a mentor to younger colleagues. And just because a college student athlete now has, has the ability um, to, to monetize uh, some aspects of their notoriety doesn't mean that they um, don't benefit from guidance. And, and so, Chris, you and I, we've always shared a passion for helping young people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be a high school coach um, in Nebraska. You and I broadcast a lot of high school and college games over the years, mostly high school. And so I, I think coaches and student athletes, they're, they're dealing with complexities um, that have never existed before in college athletics. But frankly, those challenges excite me uh, because I, you know, I still think you know, young people need to be developed. They need to be mentored. And if you care about young people, uh, this is still a, a great profession to be in. Garth, what's your, your reaction? We had Charlie McBride on the show on Monday, and he said in this era, it's so different. He, he thinks that people are forgetting that, that there's the student part to student-athlete as well. What's your reaction to that in this era of NIL with players transferring around and it seemingly only being about whatever sport they're competing in? Do you think that that has been lost or, or just with your, your hands-on experience there, what is your reaction to that comment? For me, uh, college athletics has to be tied to the the academic experience. Uh, For the vast majority of of student athletes across the country, um, athletics is is a means to an end. It's it's not the end all. And and I think college athletics is most effective when you're able to marry athletics and academics. That's that's my North star. Uh, I will tell you that holistically, I think it's harder to be a young person and harder to be a student athlete today than at any point in my lifetime, um, due to all the challenges that are well-documented, uh, whether it's media scrutiny, coaching turnover, social media, NIL, it's well-documented that our college campuses are dealing with a mental health crisis. That's, that's an issue for student athletes. So I, I think given my proximity to student athletes that I, I probably have more empathy. And then I think on, on balance in society, we need to be more empathetic, not less. Um, it, it is a different era and I think it requires a, a different approach. But as, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, there's still young people and, and they still development, they still benefit from people who invest in them and, and care about them and, and can help them earn value uh, for their future. Garth Glissman's with us. Garth, uh, thought on college basketball this season. It is wild. Uh, it's going to be a, a fun tournament. Uh, you've got uh, some of the power conferences that, that have some heavyweights, but it is treacherous as we tie in uh, teams that are probably looking at some some crop production uh, or, or I should say projections, crop reports uh, for, the, for the NCAA tournament, but uh, you know, just the difficulty, man, and, and you, uh, you've been to a ton of these venues, the difficulty of winning on the road, be it at Nebraska last night or an SEC school going on the road trying to, to, to get out of Dodge with a win. I mean, you've seen a lot of great efforts that came up short on the road this year in college basketball. The home court environment and the students in particular are a big part of what makes college basketball unique. And I say that having just spent seven and a half years at the NBA, which is a very different environment. Last week alone, four top five teams were upset on the road, Purdue, Houston, uh, Kansas, and and Tennessee. So far in SEC play, the home team is 18 and and 10. Um, So 
the, the reality is that is one of the unique features of college basketball. Um, I know Nebraska fans are, are disappointed with some recent road losses. The reality is that road losses in conference play don't hurt your NCAA tournament resume too much because the analytics are clear uh, that it is so difficult to win on the road. And for those who, who are data savvy with respect to college basketball and how the NCAA tournament selection committee evaluates teams, you, you're familiar with the net rankings and the net rankings are done on a sliding scale. So if you play this, you, know, you think about playing the same team twice, if you lose to a team on the road, that won't hurt you nearly as much as if you were to lose to them at home. So you, you try to protect your home court to the best of your ability and go steal a few on the road. And if you had a, a decent uh, non-conference performance and, and you're doing all that within the context of a major conference, you have an opportunity to uh, compete for an NCAA tournament bid. Uh, last season, the SEC and the Big Ten tied among conferences for most teams in the SEC in the NCAA tournament, excuse me, with eight each. Uh, this season, if you look at uh, Joe Lenardi's uh, projections as, as recently as today, uh, he has the Big 12 leading all conferences with 10 teams getting in the tournament. Uh, the SEC would be next uh, at eight, Big East with seven, and then the Big 10 projected to get six in. And as recently as today, that still includes Nebraska. Garth, uh, let's talk about your experience and uh, how it, it's kind of helped you to where you're at now as a student athlete, not only playing quarterback for, for Coach Solich and, and Coach Callahan and, and Bo as well, yet all three, but also your time at Nebraska as a basketball player. we got about two minutes left here, but you juggled it uh, all while uh, uh, making the way to, to Nebraska Law School. Well, I didn't juggle the athletic part very well, Schmitty. Um, <laughs> hey, they didn't know. stop Schmitty from playing his UNCA football back in the day. <laughs> yeah. You're uh, my quarterback. I, I was on a video game, uh, which might be my biggest athletic accomplishment. <laughs> but you, you touched on some of the coaches that were instrumental um, in my time uh, at the university. I was fortunate to play for Coach Solich, Coach Callahan, Coach Pelini, Coach Collier, um, Coach Collier is, is now the AD at Butler. He's retiring at the end of this year. He's currently on the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee, so I get to interact with him, um, which has been really neat for me to have my, my path um, cross with his again um, recently in life. And, and I've been fortunate as a professional as well. Uh, I talked about so many of the NBA colleagues that I got a chance to learn from, worked for, for Adam Silver for seven and a half years. I get a chance to work for Greg Sankey now at the SEC. And my advice to, to, to young people, frankly, people of all ages, is to, to be a lifelong learner, um, to try to learn from each experience that you go through in life, including the setbacks. And, you know, I routinely joked about my humble um, athletic career in college, Chris, on your airwaves. But the reality is I learned a lot from it. And no matter what you're going through in life, um, the good, the bad, the in-between, you can learn from it. Uh, I think that's been one of my strengths over the years is that I've been, been willing to learn from my mistakes, to persevere. These are a lot of life lessons that you can learn from athletics. And I've been able to combine that willingness um, to learn and to get back up when life knocks you down uh, with the desire to, to learn from people that I've worked with or, or coaches, coworkers. And so I'm the beneficiary of a lot of great leaders in my life. Uh, and you mentioned some college coaches. I had some great high school coaches as well. 
mm-hmm. at Waverly High School. And so that's that's all part of development. And it, it speaks to the student athlete experience that I mentioned at the top. And that's one of the reasons why I believe so passionately in college sports is that college sports offer a unique platform to positively impact young people and to positively impact communities. And when you're impacting young people and galvanizing communities, you're having a positive impact on the world. And uh, I think that's what, what makes college athletics unique and why I'm so excited to be in the SEC. Garth, uh, real quick, do you still follow Parkview Christian? Can't I do. I'm the proud Patriots. of Parkview. Um, two-time defending state champions, and uh, currently their their best player and the leading scorer in the state. Um, Terrence Morris is uh, the younger brother of the best player that I ever coached at Parkview, Henry Tanksley, and Terrence was a lot of our practices and games over the years. So. Uh, as you know, Chris, Parkview brought a lot of joy to my life in the four years that I coached there. And I think it's a lesson that it doesn't matter if you're at the NBA, if you're at the SEC, or if you're at Parkview Christian. If you invest in people, if you care about people, and you're focused on trying to develop people, it's meaningful no matter where you are. You can learn from it, grow from it. And um, there's there's upward mobility as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm proud of my connection to Parkview Christian and proud of what they've accomplished since I left. Garth Glissman with us here, SEC Associate Commissioner for Basketball. Garth, we'll do this again. Thanks for coming back to us. Thanks for having me, Chris, and uh, appreciate you giving me an opportunity to connect with your listeners. It's been a long time away, but as you know, Lincoln means a lot to me and and appreciate you giving me a time to uh, grace your airwaves again.